Hello and welcome to another edition of Discover Mercer County Business. I'm your host, Rod Wilt, and I'm the Executive Director of Penn Northwest Development Corporation, and we are Mercer County, Pennsylvania's Certified Economic Development Organization. Our motto is, make it in Mercer County, and our role is to create low-cost financing solutions for recruiting, retaining, and growing jobs and business opportunities in every corner of Mercer County. The sole purpose of this program is to showcase people and organizations that are making things happen right here. We interview them to find out why they've chosen Mercer County, Pennsylvania as a great place to live, work, and play. We're producing this show in conjunction with Teal College students, faculty, and staff, and we're coming to you from the state-of-the-art TV and radio studios in the James Pettus Communications Center on Teal's campus in Greenville. If you'd like to connect with our improvement movement team to see how you can make it in Mercer County, please visit our website at pen-northwest.com or give us a call at 724-662-3705. You can also find us on YouTube by searching Penn Northwest Development Corp or connect with us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. We hope you enjoy this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. And today we welcome to our program, Stacy Glenn. She is the Director of Sales for the American Hospitality Group. And Stacy, welcome to our program. Hi, Rod. It's great having you here. I mean, uh, most times we'd be talking about how exciting it is to be in the hotel business. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, talk about the American Hospitality Group and the properties that you have here in Mercer County. Sure. Thank you for having me here. It's super exciting for us, too. Um, so my company, American Hospitality Group, is based in Wadsworth, Ohio. They own the three hotels in Grove City across from the Outlet Mall right around the Timber Creek. So I have the Hampton Inn and Suites the Holiday Inn Express, and the Candlewood Suites. So all right there with Timber Creek in the middle, which was by design. Um, so hotels are franchises, so our company owns the three, and I do sales with a sale, one sales manager for the three. So we sell as, as a package. So 250 rooms about and uh, lots of amenities and services between the three. And how do those three properties play off of each other uh, with one ownership group, but concentrated in one one market one little sub market there sure so we built the candlewood suites in 2016 so it's the newest one of the group um, and by design because we were at that time having a lot of extended stay business in the market which the other two hotels were not built for so we built the candlewood and now whenever whenever we find a piece of business then we can you know qualify it and put it at the right uh, accommodation that they need for the right price and the right amenities and it just makes everyone you know understand better that that's the right hotel for them. And Stacy, is that all driven by the outlets or are there other amenities within the county that are, are feeding that business and sure. they want to be located there because maybe they're traveling as a family and part of the family's yep. doing business and the other family wants to stay and shop or play around. Yeah. Or, so that's ever-changing. So whenever the hotels were built 20 years ago is when they started, it was all the mall. Um, it was all Canadian traffic to the mall. Um, I started more than 11 years ago there, and I was told not to worry about anything in the summer, don't worry about any weekends ever. My whole goal was corporate accounts and uh, weekdays and wintertime to, to find new business for that because the mall just drove everything for the hotels that were there at that time um, they were busy all the time. So it was the mall for many, many years. Nowadays, even pre-pandemic, 
Um, it was not so much the mall because there's so many more hotels there now. Um, but the biggest thing that kept us going is training throughout the, throughout the region. Um, a couple clients that I have are national training centers are close by, so we have their accounts and they stay with us when they come to, when they come to train for long periods of time. And also corporations, so General Electric and um, a lot of other manufacturing businesses in the region that choose Grove City to stay. So that's my job really is to get our name out there as the best place to stay. And whether you're a half hour away where you're going or you're coming to the mall, you know, we can serve every single type of accommodation need right well, there. Well, that intersection of I-79 and 80, I know from the economic development standpoint at Penn Northwest, we, we make a lot of hay over that because yes. of the high traffic count. Yep. Um, does that impact the business, the, ho the overnight business? Absolutely. So we are directly central to between New York and Chicago. So, so many times, whether it's truckers or people traveling or just the name recognition for the brands getting off the highway and staying, we see a lot of people that are traveling between the big cities and choose our exit to stay. Number one, the mall, people know about the mall. Everybody knows where Grove City Outlets is. So they know to go there that it's midway between Pittsburgh and Erie, New York and Chicago, um, Cleveland. It's just a really good spot to be in that circle too. And also with the Canadian traffic too. You know, whenever the Canadian traffic was in its high time, everybody knew where Grove City Outlets was because the Canadians, the ones that go to Myrtle Beach to golf, the ones that come down to the States to do whatever, Grove City was their stop every time. So that's what drove that for many, many years. That's interesting that you're yeah. getting that Southern traffic uh, and you talked about, you know, the big rush in the spring for golf and yep. late fall golf, that you're pulling those people off mm -hmm. the interstate as well. Yep. That's fascinating. Is there, uh, and you, I think you alluded to it a little bit, uh, a seasonality to mm -hmm. the business there? I mean, obviously back to yeah. school Christmas, but are there other seasons where you see a lot of traffic? Yeah, definitely. So May through October is our high season. Um, anymore it's august may august september october for weddings we've turned into an amazing wedding destination for um, people in the cities wanting to come have a rustic wedding so all of the venues in this area that that offer that are, are crazy busy so those keep our weekends of course extremely busy in those months um, and pre-pandemic i mean we would have traveling sports year-round because of that too um, but Definitely seasonality. I mean, wintertime is hard for everyone in, in hospitality and service industries, too. So we, we get to calm down in the winter, but then gear up for the summer. Well, you're yeah. so involved in the Mercer County community, especially in, in your role as a, as a board member at the Convention and Visitors Bureau mm -hmm. in Mercer County. I want to get to that in just a minute, but staying focused on the, on the hotel business, how did you get started in the business? Well, um, I graduated from Slip Rock University in t December of 09, right whenever the economy downturned. So I was without a job for a year. Um, and I talked my way into a sales job with the owners of, of these hotels without any prior you know, experience at all besides being a, a waitress and a bartender. So you weren't a hospitality management no. Mem nope. uh, major? No. You, no. No, I just knew that I loved to work with people and the, the outside sales job description that I found that, that they were looking for at that time, it seemed like it would fit. So I gave it a try, not having any clue that it would turn into my career. And I've been there for 11 and a half years now. So, um, and, and I've lived in Butler County my entire life, but then, you know, just a half hour drive to Mercer County. And now this has been my 
my work home for all these years. Well, you've become well known in the county in yeah. those 11 years. Uh, you've been no stranger to uh, anything going on in, mm -hmm. in the economic development side and on the travel and tourism side. You mentioned that uh, it was kind of new information for me that the Mercer County has become a, a wedding destination. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Um, you've seen other businesses pop up to kind mm -hmm. of support that. Yep. What we're seeing now is is the wineries and the breweries doing really, really well. I mean, there's so many new ones in the area. We've lost some too, but the ones that are doing well are really getting a following and uh, the younger crowd seems to really gravitate towards that. So that that in turn, that complements the wedding industry too. So the weddings and the the everything that goes along with weddings in this area has really been a, a big saving grace for us with the downturn in shopping and we've switched to, to weddings. Yeah. So when you look back over the last few years, um, the outlets have been kind of the catalyst for people coming here. And mm -hmm. once they come and stay for the two, three, four, five days, they're finding other things to do while, while right. they're here. Right. So they're just extending that stay typically. Mm -hmm. We see that a lot, um, especially in the summer, of course. But um, we'll, we'll have wedding guests come in from out of state that come in on a Wednesday and don't leave till Tuesday the next the next week because they have so much going on with the wedding and the wedding weekend if it's family typically um, that they come in early and they are able to relax and see some of the other things too so we try to always do a good job promoting our other you know the other things that complement just staying in Grove City and and their whole region. Well, building on that, the county is as a, a recreation destination. You know, you sit on the board of our of our tourist promotion mm -hmm. agency, and uh, your role there. Talk a little bit about it, uh, because sure. I don't think people really realize uh, how much business comes to Mercer County for the recreation and for our state parks and our sites. So, talk Absolutely. a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, so with tourism, not a lot of people know too that you know the the 5% Mercer County taxes that we charge on every single room that we sell goes right to tourism to fund um, attracting other business and other people to our county specifically. So it's been really great for me to have a hand in saying where that money goes and offering tag grants and things like that through tourism to, to complement the other hotels in the entire county to have attractions for people to go to, to, um, kind of field what ideas people have first and see how it fits and see how they can be successful and and grow businesses here. So uh, looking at the recreation offerings of the county, are you looking at golf? You're looking at the state mm -hmm. parks? You're, you're seeing people come for all those activities? For all of those things. Yeah, golf is huge, uh, huge, huge, especially on the western side of the county um, and, and also into Ohio, like over the line. There's so many golf courses right there and we, we do have some over on the Grove City side too. So golf has always been a good destination. Um, and the state parks have really gotten a lot of love lately. Um, just last weekend, we had the Western PA Hardwater Fishing Tournament move their, moved their game that weekend to uh, Lake Wilhelm from Erie because the ice broke up on Erie. So they had to find a place in a pinch and we had 15 overnight rooms from it in one week's time. Oh, so, I mean, just, even ice fishing, I had no idea. So there's just unbelievable opportunities for the outdoor recreation here. And tourism has always always put a lot of money towards the water trails and the hiking and biking trails and anything to do with outdoor recreation and it really shows. And we benefit from that uh, as well at Penn Northwest mm -hmm. because a portion of that hotel tax actually makes its way back through to economic development. You know, we can't talk about the industry without talking about the impact of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what has your life been like for the last yeah. year when 
when the gauntlet got dropped on you back in March of yeah. 2020. So what the word like? that comes to mind is quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it's been very quiet. Um, we were able to stay open the whole time. Our owners did not opt to close or, or you know, close temporarily. We stayed open the whole time. There were nights when we had one guest in the in the hotel. And that was um, early on, or early on, yeah. I actually was laid off for two months last year, April and May. So, uh, and then when I came back, you know, bare bones with everything. We've we laid off so much of our staff, and probably only have about half back as of now. Um, but you know, all of the salespeople and the GMs are still working front desk shifts and still doing laundry and really operating on that bare bones until we get through. So it's been it's been crazy, like like everybody, but. <laughs> In sales, we, we work ahead. So, you know, I'm working right now on summer and beyond and even into next year. So to see every piece of business that you book for a year just dry up in the thin air was really hard. And, and But we were able to get through. And it's they're resilient. All the people in, in our area and our staff have been really resilient and understanding. So when you look month to month, I mean, it seems mm -hmm. like, and I know we're in the dead of winter now, but mm -hmm. it, it does seem like things are starting to open up or maybe yep. the door's cracking open a little bit. And right. with, um, as I mentioned at the beginning, we're on Teal's campus and they're yep. uh, working with a, a local uh, pharmacy to vaccinate another 1200 people here today. So, you know, the vaccine is out there. Mm -hmm. And are you seeing some, some light kind of coming through that little crack in the door now? We definitely are. Yeah. So our, my owner, um, he, we have a, about a monthly conference call with just all the key people in the company. And he keeps talking about the bridge to May. You know, when we when we hit May of this year, we think we can actually see, you know, some some actual light coming in and uh, the new way of normal, probably. So we're already seeing it. Um, we have 40 weddings on the books already for this year, which is fantastic. Um, and we've just started seeing some meetings picking back up, some trainings talking about coming back, asking the questions on how we're doing social distancing and uh, cleanliness measures and, and finally thinking about getting back to doing things. So there definitely is the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, oh, it's coming. It's great to hear, but yeah. you talk about the quiet time and, and uh, this little show prep we were doing, you were talking that your owners haven't been sitting on their hands. Aside from putting right. in all the cleaning measures and looking at the new model mm -hmm. going forward, uh, one at least at one of your properties, you're doing some extensive capital improvements. Right, so we are under a full renovation schedule with our Holiday Inn Express. Um, it is 20 years old this year and the brands make us refresh every 10 years. So we're, we're moving full steam ahead on that. That's something that they did not kick down the road, thankfully. Um, the brand demands it and it needs it. The property needs it after being so busy the last 10 years, it's, it needs the refresh. So. Uh, they're putting a couple million dollars into the property and hopefully by summer will be a brand new shiny hotel. So yeah, it's going to be great. It's a great thing for a salesperson to sell another another new product again. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Is the work already started? So if someone goes down to visit you, they can kind of see what's happening. Yeah, there. you won't see anything yet outside from, you know, from the outside looking in, but we've already started, you know, moving reservations and getting it opened up to be able to shut rooms down and fully renovate, you know, floor by floor. And um, I mean, even the outside's getting a refresh. So it's going to be Fantastic. So you were you were telling me that's called a, a PIP, a property improvement plan. Right. And, and you know, for our viewers, what what goes into a PIP? What are you yep. mandated to do by the by right. the franchise when that time period comes up and it's time for what you call the refresh? What does mm -hmm. that really mean inside the walls? Right. So if anybody, you know, if you're a traveler, you know that you know you think of the Holiday Inn Express brand, you know what you're going to get whenever you get there. So the brand gives you like a 10 year 
time frame to keep what you have, but then you have to refresh or update to the newest look. So we, what we will be is going to the Formula Blue model. So big, bright walls and cleaner logos and op more open spaces. So um, our property being 20 years old, it, it needs it. So yeah, it's it's time to get that new fresh look so you don't when you walk into it, you would never know you're in a 20-year-old property. You think you're in a brand new property. So that's what the brand demands of the ownership to make sure that you keep that standard. Oh, that sounds great. And inside yeah. the room, um, mm -hmm. is there carpet? Is there there new bedding? Yep, furniture? new, new that... everything this time. Oh, so wow. yeah, everything's going to be brand new. Uh, recessed lighting behind the headboards and tile in the new tile in the bathroom areas. Um, a different style of like wall-mounted. Um, desks and things like that. So totally, totally refreshed everything. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now over on the sweet side, the Candlewood sweet side, mm -hmm. are you, you're catering more to that, um, the three night and beyond stay? What, what's, yep. how do those three properties kind of interconnect and you move people around? To right. So Candlewood is geared for seven nights or longer. So every single room has a full kitchen, full size refrigerator, cooktop, garbage disposal in every single room. So it's all suites. And there's no breakfast in the morning, so it's a little bit less on the overhead. So that that model can run with a much lower rate base. So my job to sell that one is, you know, so many rooms at the lower rate, but that's fully long term. Um, so months or more. So training programs, um, corporate people that are moving, um, all kinds of different things can bring people extended stay. So that one really is where we keep the lower rated business that typically wouldn't be able to stay at a Hampton or a Holiday Inn Express. I can get them at Candlewood for a, a rate that fits their budget, but that also that keeps us running too. So Candlewood is is a really cool concept to sell. It's I have to educate people a lot of what it is and that it has a full kitchen, um, has an outdoor pool, which is awesome, and then we can share between the three. So you know, in the winter, the people at the Candlewood can use the Hamptons pool and vice versa. So it really works well. I was going to ask you if um, if those three do work together with the mm -hmm. guests while they're they're there. Yep. And then uh, of course I have a little fondness for the Timber Creek restaurant because <laughs> sure. one of the owners uh, went to high school with us. Yeah, so uh, in Greenville. Yeah. So that's that's kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, just uh, you live, live in an area long enough, you kind of know everybody, but you do. Uh, it's just a great concept. So yeah. to have the hotels located around there. But you mentioned your ownership group, the American Hospitality Group, not from Western Pennsylvania, Correct. but they were attracted to the area because of the, the mall primarily? Yep. Yep, the mall. So they, you know, had all that piece of property there and started with the Holiday Inn Express in 2001. And that's right when all the other hotels were starting to pop up there. So, um, you know, they saw they saw the need for a hotel there. Um, and there were really no other hotels in a 30 mile radius, you know, other than that exit. So they saw that that exit was going to grow and it, it really did. Um, now we have hotels in Slipper Rock and Newcastle and Greenville here, and, and there's a lot more closer by now. But in the beginning, that is what attracted them there was the, the mall doing so well and the need for, for more accommodations there. No, oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, it's just that uh, chain reaction mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, you plant the first one, then the second, then the third, and then, then. Uh, tell me about the traffic coming from Canada. We talked a little bit about it a few minutes ago, but obviously with the border, now a um, little tougher to get back and forth because yeah. of COVID. Um, what are you hearing? Is that going to kind of switch back as COVID numbers start to subside a little bit? It actually doesn't depend on COVID at all. It's it's the exchange rate. So if the exchange interesting, rate interesting. between the Canadian dollar and the, and the American dollar, it has to be at about 85 cents 
for them to travel because there's, the taxes are so high in Canada, they come for tax-free shopping in PA, but if the exchange rate is too high, then it takes all of that away. So we actually saw a downturn in Canadian shopping business to stay the night uh, in 2015. And it had been going down since because that that exchange rate was so far apart. So, so the that dollar's gets, been very strong, and the Canadian dollar's been weak. So right. you're not. So the gap is too big. Yep, the gap's too big. So if that gets back to you know even or even at 80, 85 cents or better, then we'll start seeing them come again. I mean, there were <laughs> there were times whenever they you would have a family, a Canadian family, come and stay, you know, pay 180 dollars to stay in a hotel for two nights, and they would buy 20 pairs of shoes and take them out of the boxes and stuff them in their luggage to get them back across the border. Like, it was crazy, and we don't see that any longer. So that, that really has changed the dynamic. But it'll come back. If that, if that exchange rate changes, it'll come back. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I, I, everyone thinks they know something about something, but I never knew anything about yeah. that. Yeah. That is just great. Well, Stacy, we're going to take a very quick break. We're going to be right back with our guest, Stacy Glenn from American Hospitality Group. Uh, stay with us. Is your company looking to expand and grow? Then Mercer County, Pennsylvania is the right place for you. Whether your company is involved in manufacturing, technology, logistics, health, or business services, shale gas exploration, or retail, we can help. Mercer County, Pennsylvania offers low-cost land, valuable infrastructure, a quality labor force, and the right financial tools to make your corporate expansion an affordable reality. Mercer County is only a day's drive to major markets including Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, New York City, Chicago, and even Southern Canada. Companies like GE Transportation, Joy Cone Company choose to make it in Mercer County, and Penn Northwest wants to show you how your company can also make it in Mercer County too. Our team of experts will help you expand and save dollars. How does Penn Northwest do it? How does Penn Northwest save companies so much money? With a combination of low interest loans, grants and credits, tax abatements and even tax-free property. Here's the best part, Penn Northwest will do most of the work for you. Just click on the button below and get the process started. Or you can first get an idea of how your organization can make it in Mercer County by using the savings estimator located at makeitinmercercounty.com you'll see that expanding your business in Mercer County, Pennsylvania is the move that makes the most dollars and cents. Call Penn Northwest Development Corporation at 724-662-3705 for more information. We are back with our guest, Stacy Glenn from American Hospitality Group on this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. And Stacy, we want to welcome you as a, a and the group as a new member to Penn Northwest. And I know you've been very active, as we talked about earlier, with our uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau in the county. But yeah. what attracted you to the economic development side of Mercer County's uh, community service that is yeah. so much a big part of uh, your life every day? Yeah. Well, through my through my time with tourism, I've always seen a very a very thin line between you know tourism attraction and economic development. So very many times we're talking about, you know, how much money to give, you know, an entity on the tourism side is also determined by, you know, how many jobs is it going to create? Is it sustainable? Are they going to make it? Stuff like that. So the economic development side um, is not something I've learned, you know, quite fully yet. So I think um, there's a lot of really dynamic 
and diverse people on Penn Northwest you know, side. So I feel like I can learn a lot from them and, and make a lot of good contacts and, and just understand it better to help to help the region grow better. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about you joining us and uh, being on our, on our membership committee. Um, you know, one of the things we are working on together is this new program that's being rolled out in Mercer County called uh, the CHIRP program, which is the COVID uh, Hospitality Recovery Program, the Hospitality Industry Recovery Program mm -hmm. for hotels and restaurants and bars and taverns. And uh, right up uh, in line with, with your business on the hotel side, but how have you been able during this COVID pandemic to take advantage of some of the programs that uh, have been made available to you? Have there been any other programs kind of designed to kind of smooth out some of the rough edges that yeah. you've had to face? So I don't really see a lot of that, you know, on my side. So the company handles a lot of that. I know that they, you know, looked into CARES funding when it first came out and we, you know, helped them with reporting and stuff like that. But um, just to be able to stay open and, and stay functioning, I'm sure that there's definitely been you know, some good stuff that they've found. That's great. On, yeah. on our side, we will be rolling out here about March 15th, around the time this program will be airing. Um, this CHIRP funding, uh, the, the county has about $1.2 million, and uh, we're going to be the, the servicing agent for that grant program. Yeah. And uh, we'll be working with you on the application process and hopefully get some of those funds kicked back over yeah. to you to kind of help you with your restart here this spring. Um, a little bit earlier, we talked about how you just happened into the industry, but mm -hmm. um, you're also now in your role kind of out there looking and recruiting for that next person uh, to come into the to the hotels. Tell me the type of people you, you look for and, and how has it been from the employer side? Are there people in the county that are interested in the hospitality industry and how do you find and attract them? Right. Well, I actually just went through this. So I, I ha hired my sales manager, her name's Kaylee. Um, last year in January, before we knew what was going to happen with COVID, of course, um, and it was it was quite the process. I mean, I knew the type of person and personality I wanted, um, and I went through a ton of interviewing, and I got a lot of people that were just kind of kicking the tires and not really, you know, their heart really wasn't in it. So I was very fortunate to find Kaylee as a as a recent college graduate and you know needing a job, and she just is the perfect fit. So. I've learned to, to hire for personality and train the rest, really. Um, and that's something that's really hard to find specifically in our area. I think a lot of people, or a lot of younger people probably, I would say, think they have to look to a bigger city to, to find that. So um, that's definitely been a challenge. Well, are you finding folks coming out of like a college setting, maybe with a marketing degree or a business degree or even a hospitality degree? Maybe the closest one we have might be up at Mercyhurst in Erie maybe, mm -hmm. but are those the type of applicants you're getting or are you finding more people like you that maybe graduated from Slippery Rock with a different type of degree, but we're in the service industry and just love working with people, so. Yeah, it's, it's all of the above, so yeah. Um, we, a lot of times our front desk staff comes from from the colleges just because it's a flexible, you know, it's a flexible job and it can work with their class schedule. Uh, we have a few from SRU. They're in the hospitality and resort recreation management. Oh, so they degree do have there. They so have SRU a, does. They have a major there. I forgot yeah, to so we pull that. from there. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times it's just people that you know they just need a job and we have a job available and then they learn what it is in the hotel industry. You know how how it is that we do things. So the hotels, I think, 
in general, everybody knows what there is to do in a restaurant or, uh, you know, an attraction, stuff like that in retail. But the hotel side, there's so many different, you know, options that you can do and, and really make your own. So that's something that I would like to do better is, is you know, get college graduates or people that are in college to understand, you know, the opportunities that they might have in the hospitality industry. I never thought of it myself ever. I never even thought about working in hotels. And you don't really know until you try, you know. Well, we covered a lot of ground in this interview because we didn't know how big the, the tourism industry was in Mercer County and uh, how much your hotels just sprung out of the ground is initially as a result of the, the mall being there, mm -hmm. but how you've extended that out into the rest of the community. What about the colleges, uh, Grove City College and even Teal? Do you get some traffic from them? And I know this year has been kind of weird with no, right. no homecoming and no real big commencement or anything. Right. But, are, are they a, are they a driver slippery rock as well absolutely so every year i have a list of high demand dates and the first thing i look for is the next academic calendar to see when's homecoming when's graduation when's parents weekend when are you know orientations because especially grove city and slippery rock but also westminster teal even allegheny college um, you know, people will stay at the Grove City exit to be able to, you know, have easy access to all of those schools. So definitely, they definitely bring a lot of traffic. And then also with, you know, speakers that come in or new professors that are moving to the area that, you know, can't find a home to live in yet but have to start class, um, we, we kind of get it all. So it's, the, the colleges are a huge driver for, for tourism for us. No, that's great, yeah. Stacey. I, I tell you what, I'm fascinated by the industry and I'm fascinated that it's thriving in Mercer County. Mm -hmm. I know it's been a little bit of a rough year, but hopefully we get this, get this behind us. Well, you've been a wonderful guest. I really, really appreciate you spending time with us today yeah. here on Teal's campus. And we wanna thank you for watching this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. Uh, again, we wanna thank Stacy Glenn from the American Hospitality Group for joining us and for making it in Mercer County. Uh, we again are producing this show in the state-of-the-art TV and radio studio in the James Pettus Communications Center on Teal College's campus in Greenville, PA. Uh, we want to thank the students, faculty, and staff who've helped us bring this show to life. And to you, if you have an idea or a suggestion for a future edition of Discover Mercer County Business, please connect with our improvement movement team on our website at penn-northwest.com or give us a call at 724-662-3705. And remember, you can also find out more about Penn Northwest Development Corporation by searching for us on YouTube or connecting with us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Discover Mercer County Business, and we'll see you again next time.